news and interviews from your community every morning on WKOK Sunrise on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. Thank you so much for joining us on WKOK Sunrise. Somehow we survived this week without Rob Santer. Lynn Hall helping us out each morning, making sure that uh, all the buttons got pushed and the podcast got loaded up uh, by about mid morning or so. Not quite as fast as Rob, but uh, boy, we were cranking it out this week. In the studio with us now, movie Mike McGranahan is here. He's a professional movie critic. His website's ILC.com. He's a staff writer for Ranker. He's a member of the broadcast, no, the Critics' Choice Association and the Online Film Critics Society. Follow him on Twitter, as I do, at ILC. Plus, he retweets some always some important information that's out there. Good morning, sir. Thanks for coming in. Good morning. All right. You have your review of Smile. Smile is about a entity that possesses people contorting their faces into creepy smiles, kind of like the Joker or Waiters at Cracker Barrel. It passes itself from one person to the next, killing each individual when it's done with them. Sosie Bacon plays a doctor in a mental health facility who has the demon passed to her by a patient. She begins having terrifying hallucinations, and everyone in her life thinks she's going crazy. The demon feeds on trauma, so the only way to stop it is for her to confront a traumatic event from her past. The keys to a successful mainstream horror movie are a semi-original premise, at least three really good jump scares, and a a strong performance from the lead actor or actress. Smile has all of those things. This is a very creepy movie that makes the mundane act of smiling seem ominous. I jumped in my seat several times, and there's a scene involving a birthday party that sent a chill up my spine. Bacon is very good as the doctor. She grounds all the scary stuff in genuine emotion, which makes it all the more effective. Smile doesn't quite have that perpetual sense of underlying dread that some of the great recent horror movies like The Ring and Hereditary did, but it's still a Pleasingly eerie fright flick. On a scale of one to four, I give it three frowns. Ooh, I thought we were headed for three and a half there. <laughs> uh, you know, I would have. I, I think that there are. This movie really, in some ways, kind of resembles The Ring. If you remember that movie, if you watched the cursed videotape, you died after seven days. And in this movie, if you get possessed by the demon and start seeing the creepy smiles, you've got roughly seven days before you die. So I, I think that The Ring had this just underlying sense of dread the whole time. You sat there and you just wanted to cry out of your own skin because it was so creepy. This movie doesn't quite have that, which is why I gave it three, but still a movie worth seeing. If you're a horror buff, you're going to get some good jump scares out of this. The trailer takes a long time to develop. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Does the movie? Um, no, it kicks off pretty pretty quickly. Okay. They set up the basic premise in a very early scene with this woman and her patient, and then it goes from there. And then it gets crazier as it goes along. All right, and you're not revealing a lot of things that are in the trailer, so you're even withholding some things that you think are important that yeah. are in plain sight. The trailer, I think, gives away a little too much. I wish I had been able to see the movie without seeing the trailer, but uh, there's still some things in the movie that aren't in the trailer, so you will have a couple surprises. Okay, and uh, this is in theaters? In theaters, yeah. Okay. And the actress involved. Tell me more about her. We've seen her mm -hmm. in a few things. Yeah, Sosie Bacon, as the last name implies, she is the daughter of actor Kevin Bacon and his wife, Kira Sedgwick, also a well-known actress. Uh, I'm told, I don't watch television, but I'm told that she was on that very acclaimed show with Kate Winslet called Mayor of Easttown, uh, which I'm told is very good. So she's uh, kind of an up-and-coming actress here, has two very famous parents, and Talon apparently runs in the family because she's got the same gifts that her mom and dad have. Okay, yeah, good schooling, good education, good good mentoring. That, that always adds, or that can certainly 
add up if you sort of have the inherent talent as well. Anyone else kind of jump off the page when you're looking at this film in terms of performances? Uh, no, she's the one. She's front and center in this one. The whole time. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the way it kind of looks as you go through the trailer. Yeah, I, I see a lot of these I only see the trailer. But you, you compared it to Hereditary, which you thought was fabulous. I, mm -hmm. I kind of thought it was kind of, you know, a little bit disjointed, never didn't really do too much for me. Is this part of a new genre of horror films where we're really going to use our imagination? We're going to try to come up with something different? I hope so. I love seeing originality in horror, and I love, personally, horror movies that go for wild kinds. Concepts. I don't necessarily find, you know, your basic serial killers and stuff to be all that entertaining in a horror movie. I, I like something with a wilder, crazier idea, which this movie has and Hereditary had and a few others. So, yeah, I'd love to see a lot more of that. Okay, yeah, every so often we get a really original horror film. You reviewed a horror film last week, too, that uh, this is the second time the trailer gave me the creeps just mm -hmm. from watching it. So uh, this is uh, interesting. Okay, so smile, three... Three frowns. Frowns, okay, yeah, you don't want to smile if you don't have to. You cause a, somebody's death. Okay, uh, Brothers. Tell us about this particular film comes out. Uh, Bros. Yeah, it's Bros. called Bros. Okay, sorry. And uh, this is this movie stars comedian Billy Eichner. I don't know if you've ever seen his TV show Billy on the Street, which is hilarious. It's been off for a few years. But uh, this is a romantic comedy about two gay men. Billy Eichner plays a well-known podcaster. He goes to a club one night, meets another man, played by Luke McFarlane. Uh, they have kind of a tenuous initial relationship. They fall in love, both have some different commitment issues, and the movie is about whether or not they're going to make it work. Uh, now, I've talked to some people and encouraged them to see this movie, and one of the things I keep hearing is, well, you know, am I going to like it? Is I'm not gay. Am I going to go and like this? All you need to like is a good romantic comedy and to laugh. This is a very funny movie. It's very smart. It's very sweet. Yes, it's groundbreaking because it's the first major studio romantic comedy with two gay men, but it's just a good romantic comedy. Comedy. It's really, really funny. I laughed a lot. So three stars for bros. It had a horrible opening weekend last week. I'm hoping people hmm. will take a chance on this because you'll be glad you did. It's really, really funny oh, stuff. I could see people f following this in a, in a steady, slow rate for years. Based mm -hmm. on the trailer, again, same thing for me. But this idea that, that uh, of course, you're going to learn a lot about the gay community maybe you didn't know, which I think is going to be revealing to some folks. And it's it's fun. They make fun of themselves a little bit, so mm -hmm. it, it's it's somewhat interesting. And this is in theaters. In theaters, and yeah. The and, and they've really, the marketing kind of played up the idea that it was groundbreaking, and I think that that may have made people think, well, is this movie going to be for me? I just want to emphasize that it's a good romantic comedy. If you like to laugh and you like romantic comedies, <laughs> you'll love bros. Which I do. So I'll be watching Hallmark tonight for at least an hour. So <laughs> Okay. Uh, Hellraiser. Yeah. Why? Why do we need another Hellraiser film? Although you like these, as I recall, right? I, I am a huge fan okay. of, in particular, the original. I also like the second film in the series. And yes, there's a new reboot of Hellraiser that debuts today on Hulu. And I have to say, this is almost as good as the original. This is how you do a reboot. The film was directed by David
David Bruckner, who did a very good horror movie about two years ago called The Night House. And he understands what made the original popular. In this movie, it's about a young woman, and she has just gotten out of rehab. She's got this shady boyfriend. They go to rob a storage facility, and they find the puzzle box that unlocks the Cenobites, those monsters who come out, and they're all into torture and all that. Uh, but, you know, the original was about people facing consequences for their actions and for the bad things that they do. And that's what this movie is really about, too. And it uses the creatures to emphasize that story. And it's got a lot of character to it. It's incredibly violent, as a Hellraiser movie should. It's incredibly creepy, as a Hellraiser movie should be. And I really love that he understands the spirit of the original. So three and a half stars for the new Hellraiser. I wish they had called it Hellraiser something else, because it's confusing to have the original Hellraiser and then another movie called Hellraiser. But this is the second time we've seen somebody do that. Why is this, uh, this happening? This is happening all the time. You know, there were two movies called Ghostbusters. There were two movies called Scream. You know, this is just a thing that Hollywood is doing because the studios only care about capitalizing on the name value. Okay, okay so... It's a dumb choice, yeah, but this is a fantastic <laughs> horror movie. Okay, yeah, and if you're a fan Hellraiser. of Hellraiser, I cannot recommend this highly enough. It's almost as good as the original. Where am I going to see this? Only on Hulu. Oh, only Hulu. Okay. Mm -hmm. So my lovely bride and I have Hulu, but I'm not sure it's a paid version of it. Is there a free version and a paid version that you happen to be familiar with? I'm not uh, sure. We ha I know we have it because we just watched Handmaid's Tales, but it has commercials, so maybe we're not watching the You the might be on like a free, free plan version. or something, yeah. Right. I know I got it because we have uh, unlimited data on my Verizon phone. That's why we have it right. at all. Okay, but I do have to, we do have commercials. Sorry, anyway, so we, uh, we digress all the way back to Hellraiser. Pretty darn good. And, and, and for folks who aren't familiar, I saw Hellraiser and I thought, well, this is ridiculous. You thought it was fantastic and it's one of the most, it's probably one of the top ten horror films of all time. Am I right? Um, well, it's certainly popular. I don't know okay. if I put it in the Okay, it certainly has 10, a following of yeah. folks that just love, love, love it like yourself. What's the appeal? It's dark and different. I mean, okay. Clive Barker really made a movie that mingled sexuality and graphic violence because these creatures, for them, pain and suffering are erotic. And that's a really provocative concept, and it's really different in horror, and I think that's what a lot of people respond to. And, okay. and that is unsettling. And it really worked. There's no, just no argument about that. Okay, right. really quickly, just a moment left. Angelina Jolie's Brad Pitt accusations abusing the kids. Yes, uh, she has alleged that Brad Pitt uh, took her by the head and shook her, grabbed the shoulders and shook her again, pushed her into a bathroom wall, grabbed some of the children. So she's made some pretty serious abuse out allegations against Brad Pitt in the midst of a legal battle they're having. So uh, not making Brad Pitt look so good right now. All right. And Will Smith has a new movie coming out. His new movie, Emancipation. Apple decided they're going to give it a one-week Oscar qualifying run in December, <laughs> which is ironic. You know, Will Smith and Oscar talk. So we'll see whether that happens. But uh, I don't think he's necessarily going to get a nomination. But they're going to go ahead and give the movie a one-week release anyway. Will he be able to go? Is he allowed to go to he's things? He's not. Okay, so he's barred. Okay, so he's barred for life. Okay, well, yeah, no slapping, no sore losing, no matter what anybody says. Okay, fantastic. Movie Mike, thank you so much for coming in. Thanks very much. Movie Mike McGranahan, his review of Smile 3 Frowns, which is in theaters. Do as I do, go to aisleseat.com. His appearance is sponsored by the Campus Theater, Lewisburg.